This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. <laughs> Isaiah 61, the Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Why? Because he has anointed me. Wow. When you are anointed, the Spirit of God comes on you. Not only within you, it comes on you. To bring the good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken hearted. There is an anointing that heals people emotionally. Not uh, people visiting this. Anyway, let me not mention. <laughs> but I'm saying that there is no reason for depression and confusion. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted. Maybe somebody jilted you. You are healed. For whatever reason, anybody has broken your heart. You have trusted somebody and you were must you were betrayed <laughs> somebody sounded like going through that experience right now <laughs> so bind on the broken hearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison door to them that are bound that's deliverance the anointing of the holy spirit heals it also sets free it also edifies. Verse 2. So proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Prophetic experience. And the day of vengeance. So there is, there can be a day of vengeance. When God takes a decision to set his cause with people. But of course, not his own people. Vengeance against those who trouble his people. Mm. The Bible says that it's a righteous thing with God. So great tribulation to those who trouble you. And in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, I speak as God's servant. This will be the case of Nigeria. The vengeance of the Lord over bloodshed across the nation. Learn bread of it. Hallelujah. The Bible says it is a righteous thing where God will recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. God feels righteous dealing with those who trouble his people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I announce the day of vengeance over Nigeria. Let's go back to that scripture, Isaiah 61. And the day of vengeance over anything troubling anybody here. So proclaim the acceptable day of vengeance of God to comfort all the mom. It is the anointing that comforts. To appoint them that mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. 
People won't stop mourning until their condition changes. The anointing doesn't just tell them to stop mourning. It gives them another experience that supplants the mourning experience. Hallelujah. Garment of praise instead of spirit of heaviness. You know, when we were rejoicing a while ago, some were just standing like this. I hope you are not dealing with the spirit of heaviness. You might not know. Why are you coming to a church and you are just not happy? Spirit of heaviness. Garment of praise is the answer to the spirit of heaviness. That they might be called trees of righteousness. You can have your seat, sorry. I just remember. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Um, the planting of the Lord, that it might be glorified. Verse 4. They shall build the old wastes. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair waste cities and the desolations of many generations. Somebody say loud amen. Things might, have, things might look as if they've been damaged beyond control. Remember, all these things are still, they, are, they work, they, they, they result, the product of the anointing at work. So when the anointing is working, the depressed are helped, the broken hearted are healed. There is vengeance. Prison doors are open. But then, old places are built also. So prosperity is one of the legs of the anointing or the products of the anointing. The wasted cities are built. Somebody receives the anointing, it gets to his family and things begin to change because when the anointing makes yoke, the yoke has to be broken. Hallelujah. So there is an anointing to build. They shall build. They reconstruct. A part of it they build from afraid. A part of it they deal with desolations. They go to places that things have become something else. Chaos. Desolation. Dilapidation. And they get there and they begin to rebuild. Because there is an anointing. This is why I believe that from this word, people that will rebuild these nations are the ones seated before me this morning. All of a sudden, the education system of this nation is changing because of your school. Transportation is changing because of yours. Hallelujah. Somebody say very loud, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Those who mourn in Zion, that's the wrong place to mourn. Zion is supposed to be the city of joy, but there is a possibility that certain people are in Zion and they are mourning. If there is anybody mourning this morning, I bring the oil of joy to you. By the end of this service, whatsoever responsible for the mourning is taken out. 
and it is replaced with the blessing of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. First service, we talked about the four dimensions that I found in Ezekiel 47 when he said that a measure of river and then he said ankle deep, kneel, waist, and a water to swim in. So the anointing can be like ankle deep. You can't do much with that. Then Ezekiel said he measured another 1,000 cubits. In other words, I was able to grow in the spirit a little more and the anointing got to my kneel. Still, the new anointing can't do much. I think it was concerning Samson that the Bible says that when he was born and the Spirit of God came up, the Bible said that the Spirit of God began to move him at times. It was his initial introduction to the anointing. So that means to be there at times, to not be there at other times. But Samson got to a point. And that is another day we, we talk about that. That is what can be dangerous about when there is like overflowing measure of it that controls you, mistakes can easily be made because at that level, you might not need exactly to pray again to walk in it. It has become like second nature to you. It is given to you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Then we talk about the third level waste and we talk about the final level full river. It says such that somebody can swim in. That is when your total being is immersed into the anointing. And then we read John 3, 4. When John was talking about Jesus, that God, is it 3, 4, 3, 24, which, what, 24, 34, 3, 34. Jesus saying, John said about Jesus that God gave him the spirit without measure. So Jesus had anointing without measure. That tells that to every other person is in measures. It can be low measure, high measure. And of course, we look at Elijah outrunning the chariot of Ahab because the anointing was upon him. The anointing causes speed. But then we stop at talking about the fact that, please listen to first service, I don't repeat everything. We stop talking about the fact that uh, there are things to do to walk in the anointing. And we stop even on the first one, value the anointing. And then we read first Samuel 24, where David repeatedly kept saying in verse 5, he caught Saul's garment and his heart smote him and he said, the Lord's anointed. David had three great opportunities to deal with Saul who was all out to kill him. But David refused and he kept saying that there is an anointing on this guy. If you desire a, a type of anointing and you don't honor someone that already possesses the kind of anointing you want on yourself, you can as well catch a pillow and sleep. You will never. Any kind of anointing that a saint desires. Because there is a place of desire. First Corinthians chapter 12, talking about the gift of the Spirit. The last verse, the Bible said that covet the most, it said covet the best gifts. So, in a righteous way, another word for covet that you desire, you can desire something. Elisha desired that anointing Elijah that he said, stay here. He said, no, I won't stay. I'm going to follow you. Because there is a measure or there is a time that you cannot get from afar. There must be a contact between you. You must have contact with the possessor. And believe me sincerely, these things don't come from evil. They move from man to man. Are you with me? Yeah. 
As soon as Ketri Coleman exited the stage, Benin showed. And he used to line up at a meeting. It's always like that. There is a young man, Diganandes, who up preaches like Ben and up. And I wasn't shocked, even that they, when he said, as a young boy, his father took him to Benin's but It will always be that the anointing moves from one generation to another. There must be contacts. And this is why it can be dangerous for Kana people. Because this is the point. The anointing is perfect, but the carrier is never perfect. In getting close to the carrier, it will annoy you. So somebody desires. You feel called into music industry. So look beyond that and look at the anointing or consider that and walk away. This is very important. I don't know. God doesn't give his anointing to perfect people because there's no there's no one anyway. He can't find a perfect person. And here is what people don't know. I said for service that great anointings, God finds it difficult to give it out very easily. Because power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. The power of the Holy Spirit doesn't come into any light to corrupt any man. But only few men have walked with the power of the aid to come without stumbling. Because for mortal men, authority is difficult to undo. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So that is why God begins with people having serious value. I want to move to the second thing. Oh Lord, thank you. Remember, I want to come back to Isaiah 61 that we started from because I just want to talk a little about Jesus. As a matter of fact, ah, Lord, maybe I can. <laughs> One of the things, the second thing, I want to. I want. I, I want. I was going to talk about body, but let me move this one to second. I will talk about body later. So the first one, you must value the anointing. You must value not only the anointed, the anointed person, especially the type of anointing you desire. David said, "I know what this soul hates me, but I, I can't do anything against this guy." He said, "He is the anointed." As if every time David mentioned that word, angels protect and were looking at this guy understands something. He said, This is the Lord's and somebody said, and so what? He wants to kill you, kill him back. He only caught his clothes and his heart smote him that no, no. You know, I see young, I see young, even young preachers on Facebook, bold to talk about fathers of it is very old. People like that never go find the journey. Because it takes pride. For you to be your year one of ministry and be dissecting those who are in 40 years. And those who listen to you are so ignorant like yourself. Because we don't even know what you will do by year six. Maybe you start telling us that Jesus did not actually die. You see, humble people stay with the word. You remove yourself from any error, but you don't start talking. Because this thing is marathon, it's a long way. So you are 24. It's not a justification for a wrong living. You don't against that. 
So a minister who is 60 has done something wrong and you are, to, you are the one talking. And you are going to be 25, 26, 27, 28. You see, when you know you are kept by grace, you will be humble. And it becomes very difficult to blame others. That's why the, the proper way to intercede for people is to know that you are kept by grace. That why I've not done anything, why I've not committed adultery, why I've not, is that the grace is keeping me. Once you know anybody falling, you easily pray for them. Because you know that it is not by power, not by might. But you see, when you feel it's by your power, one day, God will leave you alone to see the nakedness of yourself. Because there is no flesh without corruption inside. You might have come from a family where they've helped you. They're so buried deep down. Because some families have laid a good foundation for their children. They've taught them discipline, honesty. But then you think you have it all together until one day. Then you realize. <laughs> Hallelujah. That was what happened with Peter as he was swearing to Jesus. He said all these ones. He was talking about the remaining 11. He said they can forsake you but me. Jesus was, Peter was answering him back. Now, Oga talked to the many 11. He says, it's, it's not me. He said, if you die, we die. By the time he heard the sound of the call, the third time, <laughs> he buried his head in shame. And I, I like the way they put in the Passion of Christ, or which of the Jesus' movie. As they were taken to the palace of the Pilate, that was when they come. And Peter was a pharaoh. He just gave Peter a look from that place. Oh boy, now see yourself now. And Peter, his own was even by it was a small girl. Small girl that harassed him. He said, You are one of them. Peter said, I swear. I don't know the man. Honestly speaking, I, I have never, me, Jesus of Nazareth, me, I don't even know where Nazareth is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Are you following me? Value. I was about to say that next to that is burden. But maybe I will keep burden for now. The anointing does not come on anybody doing nothing. Oh dear Lord Jesus. Remember, this same Moses had tried to deliver the people before. His heart was on, I want the people delivered. That, but he had no anointing. So he killed an Egyptian. He became known and he ran away. And then he decided to do away with God for 40 years. Then God said, now you are ready. The assignment did not change. Only that something was added to him. On his own, he already desired to deliver the people. But he wanted to do it by human death and by strength and no man prevail. When God sees a church member, a church member, who loves to visit the sick. And sometimes you are helpless standing by their bed. You've given them, you have been there, you've cooked food, but that doesn't heal nobody. At least they are happy that you are there, even though you are there, but you, are, you can't help. People are parents who are sick. Somebody in my family, somebody close to me, was told of a condition, prostate cancer. And I went there, I prayed with the person, and I came back to Lagos. I didn't feel any shaking. I, I feel like that, that. I didn't feel anything. I came back. But at the next visit, the doctor just told him that, oh, oh no, we don't need surgery again. Something I drug and take care of. 
and after about two months or so, everything shrank completely. An old person had his complaint completely. Sympathy is good, it's a blessing. They will feel good, but it doesn't take out the thing. But it might be a starting point. And God looks at this guy that even though you are well, but when you hear that somebody is sick, I see you as it pains you. You are wept over the sick, but you can't do anything. When people like that pray, an anointing will come on them. There is a body. So David was taking care of, so nobody was there. Without the anointing, he saw the lion. He saw the bear. Ah, he said, you are not going to take a sheep. As a reasonable parent, reasonable, if your son comes to you, he took out 40 sheep, he brought back 38. So what happened to two? He said a lion appeared and killed two. What will you tell your son? So you are, why did I allow the lion to kill him? You should have fought the lion. I'm like, Daddy, why don't you escort me tomorrow? <laughs> and when the lion shows up, you just show me how, and I will learn in one day. You will understand and be like, oh, lion, ah, my son, thank God you are even back. You understand? Yeah. But you know, there can be some unreasonable people. A man's wife drove out. She had the old car crashed. Supernaturally, she was lifted out of the car by God. And her husband said, you mean you have destroyed my car? Everybody that saw the wreck concluded that nobody survived the car. And she did. The man was more concerned. It, it would have been better if they announced to him that she died in the car. Then he would have, he would have felt that. So may you not marry the wrong person. Yeah. Are you with me? <laughs> Dear Lord Jesus. I'm actually thinking whether I should say something. I should not say it about marriage. Let me not say it. Hallelujah. You ask me to, you don't know what I want to say. So I, well, I it. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay. We will have a marriage seminar, as always. Body. 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 David said, I took out 40. I'm taking back 40. I'm sure God told the angel, look at this boy. Won't it be better if we make this one, if we can be this passionate about animals? If I commit my people into his hand, they are safe. And when David sinned, and the angel of destruction was killing people in Jerusalem, look at the voice of David. He said, Lord, why are you killing those people? You should be killing my family. Shaping and me sin. But when Ezekiah sinned, and the Bible said the judgment was taken away from that. When he repented and God said that, you know, he showed people the palace. And God said that when your son is king, they are coming back to take everything. As God said, at least it will happen in my time. I'm fine. Look at two people. No wonder God said that David was a man after God's heart. And that's why we are also of David. We are a people who love God passionately. I challenge the leaders yesterday. I can as well cheap this now before I conclude the message. You come to church only on Sunday. 
Any other thing we do, you are not a part of it. You are not one of us. Christianity is not designed that we just go to church on Sunday. There is so much gift and talent buried inside you. Don't deprive Jesus of it. It cannot happen on Sunday morning. Pretty soon service will end now. This is the reason for small groups. It's even the place to begin to know the kind of gift of you have. There is something when eight believers sit together and they are talking. And everybody's giving. Now, all of us cannot talk. I'm the only one talking here. If I ask a lot of stuff, by the time we get to five people, service will end. But in that small group, we can talk and fellowship. That's when you know that when people are in need or a little counsel from you, you begin to discover that there is a grace you've been given. And the law of grace, law of anointing, is that it only increases by use. No matter what God has given you, if you have not found a way to use it, it will never. Yeah. You know what? These were the things that the Lord said to me when we started Mercy Encounter. That it could have started six years ago. It did not anoint me specially for Mercy Encounter. I wasn't giving it expression before, even though I had seen some after I was praying for people. Because when you put down verses, God will feel it. Is somebody enemy? I am calling on the old church. Except you are walking in a place where it's impossible. Don't cancel where it's there out of your plan. It is part of service. And as those who come here, I go deeper on Wednesday. If you are walking in an area where it's not possible to be a God understands, He knows. God is a person, it's not a thing, He can see. Now you close 7 30. By the time you leave, before you get halfway with that close, He understands. But it's a problem. When it is not the issue of work, it's just a natural you have developed. That where is it? It's cancelled. Do you know that I even judge my own call for mercy encounter? Once anything outside Sunday, you are not interested. Oh, you are robbing yourself of so many things. And today's service, part of what you should take home, and repent right where you are sitting and stop it. Jesus didn't design church that way, that we just come on Sunday. And then after service, you are in your car, you are back home. No, that's not kingdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? Church is a family. Participate in everything. This church is not yet at its best. Because there are certain people sitting down here. What you have to offer is better than everything we are seeing so far. But you are very detached. You don't participate. Maybe you've been wounded in a church before. That's why you don't want. But that's not an excuse. All of us have, have been wounded. Are being wounded and shall be wounded. I don't know how many of you don't talk to your siblings because of issues. Is there any family where you do argue at times? My son, my brother, we have stopped. I have two elder brothers. We have stopped now. But growing up, we used to. Even though not in a terrible way, but argument, myself and the one immediately before me went to UI. And the first one went to uni like even on school by the time we started my mom would have to come and shout go and sleep because serious debates that uni like that small school there that premier university and of course it, that's the truth but let's not start <laughs> maybe it's a very good time to answer my friend he's even coming to the country this week Dr. Bumi now I'm answering you 
is a, is, is a very brilliant doctor in America. He just started um, something for checking people's uh, teeth. He, he, he's Harvard graduate. He went to Harvard to school. So, so he, he, he just set up. If you want to check your teeth, go there. I know he's a good guy. So he just came to set up in Nigeria, but he works in America. He works in Houston. He's a very chronic Arsenal fan. Last time I spoke, a week after Arsenal played Chelsea and beat us, he just called me from there. The pastor, how are you doing? I knew that that kind of greeting. But you see, I felt like telling him that that knowing Arsenal very well, because I was one of you, they will raise your hope. What shall it profit a team? He's the one I'm talking to. Beating Chelsea, beating Man U are not going for Champions League. What shall it profit a team? A word is enough for the wise. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. You beat us. Boy, you beat us. We're number third. After beating us, we are still number third. But you going down, down, like somebody looking for medals under the ground, digging for oil, going down. They cannot go for Champions League. Hallelujah. I have answered him. I know by the time I get to the office now. I, I, I know to Nigeria this week and I know that right now he, he stays awake early in the morning to watch service. So I know there's a message waiting for me. Please construct your words very well. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> are, are you with me? Glory to God. Please, if you are watching us and you are I love you. It's Dr. Bumi I'm talking to. I'm not talking to the rest of you, even though I'm happy. But <laughs> are you are you with me? How many Arsenal fans are here? Anybody? <laughs> it's a pity. <laughs> My prayer for you is always that may your life not go the way of your team. Can you stand and say, Lord, as it is with the team, do with me. Hallelujah. Now, again, listen to me. If you are watching and you're angry that there's a pastor instead of him preaching, he's talking that it's none of your business. Because nowadays, people are becoming, they have become monitoring spirits and they want to be a teacher, self acclaimed teacher. Well, if I decided to joke for three minutes in the message, how that is any of it, what I don't understand is how it concerns you. At least you are not in this church, you are not here, and we do also want to hear. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, some don't look for anything and everything they will criticize. Anything and everything. Amen. Thank you, Father. Are you with me? Glory to God. Burden is powerful. Burden. What do we have burden for? Somebody can be so burdened and you begin to pray about things to be built in the kingdom. You can be anointed financially. I showed you Cyrus. That was not anointing to heal the sick. Does Isaiah 45, does say a lot to his anointed Cyrus. It's anointing to call nations. And some, everybody will not be in that field casting out devils. Even when you have opportunity as a Christian, you can do it. 
But mainly, majorly, your assignment can be something else. But you need the anointing regardless of what you are called to. Because it is the power of the Spirit enabling you to do whatever you are doing beyond a normal man. Are you with me? Ah, and the final part. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. Burden, burden, burden. 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 You are doing something. It's actually connected to the first one. You are doing, you are responsible. Then does come on. Come on, anybody that doesn't do anything. You are doing something. But your heart is panting. So the first one is value. You see the anointing on somebody, you value it and you, you honor that person. We talk more about that another day. You must honor anointed vessels. It's not worship of man. You can't worship man. Can you bow for anybody and worship them? But when people talk like that, many people say that they don't like the attitude of honor. Even Jesus honored John the Baptist. He allowed him to baptize him. He created John the Baptist. He's the living word. John saw him and said, I know, sir. He said, no, let it be so. Why? On earth right now, you are the custodian of the things of God. Where did John get it from? His parents. Aaron's garment. They were high priests. And they gave back to him. They passed the anointing to him. He was the one baptizing by the river. So the one that will baptize by the Holy Ghost must submit to the one baptizing by water. It was when he dipped in and he brought him out. First 30 years of his life, we only heard of Jesus once when he was 12 and he taught in the temple. One baptism by John in three years, the whole world. Are you following what I'm saying? The master has shown us honor. Joshua will be forever with Moses. Then when Moses left, something came on him. Now I said, I was telling Paul Joshua, I said, okay, this MD might like you. What about, so they removed him, they removed this president, put another one. The first one that looked for also was Daniel. So it was Nebuchadnezzar. He chose Daniel. Belshazzar, his son, became king. The wife told him that he better call a man called Daniel. Darius became king. Daniel. Cyrus became king. Daniel. They said, according to records, what I read somewhere, when he was being thrown to the den of land, he was already about 88 years old. From age 18 to 88, everlasting success. Everyone that ruled, we sent for Daniel. Excellent spirit. There is an anointing for admin. Like the president, whoever ate Jesus, ate a when it comes to you, he can't do, he will be able to say, get me that lady. Because there is something you have to offer. I told them on ways, I've seen it on a lady. Last time I went to pray in Abuja, somebody, uh, for a meeting, somebody got uh, my number, she called me and said she wanted to come and see me and she came. And my time she was telling me, I was teasing them on ways, have you been given a blank chair before? Interior deco. She did something, the man looked at the man, is even another. I said, Ah, wow. I see, I don't know how much to give you. He just signed on the check. He said, Go write any amount on it. Has that happened to you before? See, if you can count all your money, you don't have money. That's all of you listening to me now. If 1,000 misses in your money, <laughs> amen. <laughs> I had a man that said that he forgot for about one year, six months or so, 15 million in his house. He didn't know that he was there. Somebody gave, just put it somewhere and he didn't remember again. He remembered like about six months, one year, six months after or so, that, that 15 million. So I put it, even the way you are looking at me as I'm talking now, if they give 15 million every two minutes, yeah, <laughs> they will know where you kept it, just open and close it. But I sit there, you won't sleep overnight. 
Seven times you get up from bed. Go and check. <laughs> but all things have passed away. Oh Lord Jesus, I have to stop. Is somebody blessed? Body. But the highest of it all, the anointing also flows when you begin to talk about the anointed one. Ah, I should show all this before you close. This will make you. Do you know some of the people that went out of evangelism, the miracles they recorded, they had never done it before. There is a reason. Philip was called a deacon to be serving tables. What warranted his appointment was the fact that women began to complain that widows were being neglected. Women come. No. So, they were complaining that the widows were being neglected and they chose seven men and Stephen to be serving tables. As a matter of fact, look at the way they said it in Acts 6 4. It's like a portion that people like myself will not take. Look at the way they asked chapter 6, verse 4. This, the elders were talking. This is not a very good statement. Let's start from verse 3. Look at it. Brethren, look among yourself. Several men of ownership, of full of Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. In other words, that's part one. Guys, choose seven guys that we can put in charge of this business. We will put them in charge. But we, we will give ourselves continually. So we are men of prayer. They are men of business. Did you get that? This is Peter and others talking that, see, we don't want to stop praying. So this serving table of a thing, we are not interested just get us seven men. We will pray for them. Let them be in charge and leave us with prayer. In other words, these seven men don't enter our rank in prayer. They are, they are free enough to be serving tables. We, we are too busy praying and studying the word of God. Table is not part of our assignment. So give table to table people. That was how they said it. It's there. That's it. So he said, let your men be appointed. We are apostles who want to pray. And then Philip have to, can you imagine Stephen Philodem, but Acts chapter 8, because of persecution, Philip went to Samaria. I first checked and I, I read in the comment that not the Philip a disciple. Because the Bible said that the apostles did not leave Jerusalem when persecution struck. So this was not Philip's disciple. Bible said everybody scattered except the apostles. So it's not Philip. It's not Philip the evangelist, not the apostle. And he, and he preached Christ to them. Ah, verse 6. And the people who want to give it to the things we believe. So hearing and seeing the miracles. Naturally, the power comes when you talk about Christ. And the final part of this message will be about Christ. Oh God. Look at verse 12 of that chapter 8. Because he is the anointed one. But when they believe in preaching things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, the old Samaria turned to God because of the message. The message was Christ. Our church must rediscover Christ. Christ, the wisdom and the power of God. He is the anointed. The meaning of the anointed one. That means Christ means the anointed one. The moment he is the embodiment of all anointing. In him, the Bible says the fullness of God dwells. God's power is in different dimensions, in different things. But in Christ, the old dimension is in him. When you talk about Christ, the glory of God's power rises. Even as I'm saying that right now, people can begin to get healed. Because he cannot deny himself. At the mention of his name, every knee has to bow. 
and is the anointed one the one who conquered how god anointed jesus of nazareth who went with holy ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all them oppressed of the devil the anointed one hallelujah you can sit down with your kids you can sit down with your husband and begin to read one or two scriptures about christ and talk about it. when you do there is a kind of anointing that comes into that home right there what about when members of the church in household meetings sit down eight of you and you are looking at christ and your songs are about christ something rises because in himself resides all anointings and at the mention of his name when you talk about him the anointed one demon saw him and said have you come to torment us said we know who you are jesus the only one even in the flesh they knew him in the flesh when he was still sleeping and eating how much more now that i sit at the right hand of god above principalities above power above might above dominion when we go to seek when we go to demonic people it's name. we don't go by how many days we have fasted for demons are not afraid of your fasting they don't eat food anyway but there is a name and there is a person christ is a name christ is a person christ is a place Bible says, if any man be in Christ, Jesus is not only a person, it's a name, it's a person, it's a place. If any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. Oh, Likosia, blessed be the name of the Lord. Christ, when we lay hold of him, it doesn't matter anything again. We can deal with all forces of darkness. They recognize him as the anointed one. And when you show up in his name, they give him the same respect. Somebody rise and give God praise. Oh, sometimes when I see a very tough situation, there are prayers and there are prayers. The most powerful prayers are not the ones who do acrobatics like people do. Oh, oh God, and I see I they are praying much. Eating what to say. Sometimes I stand. I do that at the center of this church at times when nobody's around or alone outside with my two hands lifted up. All I just say, and there is as if the voice of the Spirit comes on what to do. I have learned with some of them at times. I lift up my hands and I begin to say that I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That declaration in the realm of the Spirit is so powerful. I believe, personally, every time you say that from your heart, there's a vibration in hell. Because they can't recover from what happened that day. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again. Then I begin to shout it. I believe in the blood of the Lamb. I believe I am sanctified by the blood. I believe I am justified by the blood. I believe and the mention of his name every knee must bow i believe jesus is lord he's seated with the father i believe he lives in me he is the anointed one somebody shout what you believe also right now say those words i believe jesus christ is lord I believe Jesus Christ died and rose again. I believe he is the Messiah. He is the anointed one. He is anointed. 
at the mention of his name every new I believe he rose again he rose again he rose again he's not in the grave he rose again he's not in the grave he rose again he is Lord he is Lord Lord in hell Lord in heaven Lord under the sea Lord everywhere Lord over marine spirits Lord over witches and wizards Lord over principalities and power he lives above them in the name of Jesus I command victory somebody speak let your bondage fall apart let every prison door be open Jesus conquered death he conquered death he conquered death no foresee a No ancestral spirits. Oh, what a beautiful name. Shalabanda. Go ahead, keep speaking. You have no rival from the beginning. Malaba Shato Koko Satanabas. Malaba Shato. We survive this service. Somebody just got free from depression. Cancer bow in the name of Jesus. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. Speak his name over your family.
Hallelujah. I sense an anointing to deal with deformities. Both physical deformities and spiritual ones. I stand in the name of Jesus Christ. Man, woman, boy, girl, with any form of deformity in your body or in your life. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, be made all thank you Jesus the master himself is touching people right now so scalamander I see doors opening I see gates opening thank you Jesus blessed be your name place your hand on that part just check now something is happening right now Someone just got ill of Ainia right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I see a mouth odor disappearing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Those who are watching me. You cannot walk. Get up right now and walk. Something is happening. Thank you, Jesus. All art conditions being dealt with right now. The master is here. The master is here. There is a blessing resting upon this assembly this morning. There is a blessing. There is a blessing resting on this assembly. Resting on everybody. Your garments are changing. The hand of the Father is upon you for good. In the name of Jesus, you walk in grace, in blessing, in the anointing, supernatural wisdom, supernatural provision. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again. And that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.